93.3 KXNO. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon uh, on a Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. For the next couple of hours, Trent Condon and Ken Miller are going to talk sports with you. We appreciate you tuning in here this morning uh, as we take you up until 1 o'clock. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. We'll take a look at Iowa State, first of all, at about uh, 20 minutes after the hour with Chris Williams. Uh, get the latest as uh, Iowa State gets set to take on Baylor to begin Big Ten play, Big 12 play uh, in men's basketball. We'll peek in at the women's program as well, see if there's any news uh, from the football program. But Chris Williams from Iowa Everywhere and Cyclone Fanatic kicks it off here in 20 minutes. Then Bama Bob Trent and I will take a look at all of the games taking place today, tomorrow, and then again on Monday. Look forward to that segment at hour number two. Mike Palm to begin. Off to Vegas we shall go before we head to Nashville and catch up with Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tried to put Tom earlier in the show, but they have a, a coordinator and head coaches availability. Both Kentucky and Iowa meeting the media here this morning. Actually, it's ongoing uh, as we speak. We'll get the latest from Tom Caker on that. Uh, where does the basketball program uh, go after uh, that? Now back-to-back disappointing performances uh, out of McCaffrey's squad. Take it away, Trent Condon. Oh, my God. How awful was that? That was just a future performance. And I was told by the John Bowen camps of the world, they'll be fine after the Eastern Illinois loss. This is a bad basketball team. Yeah, it was last th- night. This is a poorly constructed team that can't shoot. Nope. It's as simple as that. They can't shoot. McCaffrey, Patrick, one and nine. Perkins, last only bucket went in as the horn was sounding. Euless, zero for four. Peyton Sanford, zero for nine. In nine minutes. In nine minutes. In He's nine unplayable. Minutes. At this point, you got to think he is right. I mean, the reason he was taken off is because he got hurt. Did you see the yeah. injury? I, I let's let's be honest. I didn't see it. He wasn't injured. So uh, my buddies that were at the game, yeah, said that his feelings were hurt. Yeah, well, wouldn't be the first athlete. I mean, it was yeah. a heroic effort to come back from having your feelings hurt, but that's where we are. <laughs> this team mirrors many Fran McCaffrey teams. They are not mentally tough enough. Yeah, And for a guy in Fran McCaffrey that has that Philly edge, that has that tough guy tough. personality, yep. to have that, and for his program... You have no choice but to grow up tough. Yeah, absolutely. He just, just, and he has that. Yep. He absolutely does. He yep. goes to bat for his team. Yep. He's always behind his guys, and those are things that I absolutely love. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the way he recruits, the kind of players that he likes. I don't know what it is, but teams and players individually, year after year, this is a makeup of these mm-hmm. teams. When the going gets tough, these teams turn on. Do you want to give Nebraska any credit? No, they're yeah. bad. Um, they're better. They're better than yeah. they've. They're better yeah, than we've seen some it's Nebraska a bad team. team though. Yeah, I think you're probably going to be proven right. Um, but they're, they've, they've got they hit, they hit the transfer portal hard, and I mean they got some guys on that team. Who, we'll who's see. good in that? Team? I like Greisel. He's fine. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he can't um, hit a three, I mean, but Walker, he can't shoot. Walker's uh, he's got a place in the Big Ten. Uh, the the uh, the big kid who, the. Oh, the, the the fan favorite, Breichenbach or whatever his name is. <laughs> Gooden coming in. Yeah, yeah, with the glasses and his beard's one color, his hair's another color, but there he is out there on the floor. And that, by the way, 
block charge that uh, that he was filed yeah. for at the end. Come on. <laughs> he was clearly there. Anyways, the Hawks, they needed every break they could get. Yeah, Perkins could make a shot. The no. only one he made is the buzzer was sounding, right, to make it a little, look a little bit better. But, Trent, I don't know where they go from here. This has been two stinkers back-to-back now. I don't even think they go to the NIT from here. Well, this, the team we saw last night in the, in no. the game before uh, the Christmas break is not a, it's, it's not a, a postseason team. It's no. just not. not we're, now re, we're not nope. even talking NCAA tournament. We're talking no, not the no, not what we saw last night. No, that team. Look, it's 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 early. I get that, and the, and the Fran believers and the um the the hardcore. Give me a, I poured myself a big old glass of black and gold Kool Aid. They think that this is a, a something that can be fixed. How? What's the first fix? Well, you're not going to suddenly become the a roster good shooting is team. what the roster right. is. Peyton Sanford's broken. Uh huh. I don't think he could get yep. it back this year. There might be a game or two, but mm-hmm. overall. He's a broken player. I, I, Rabach is having a terrific He's game. great. He really is. Con McCaffrey plays tough. Didn't shoot it well last no, night. No, he didn't. But he knows what he's supposed yep. to do. In fact, that's yep. where I go right there. Aaron Euless, also unplayable. Yeah. A good defender. Can't shoot. Mm. Hit the side of the backboard. Yeah. He can't shoot. No, he can't. So no, get him out of there. Trent, there's how many Those minutes go to DeSante Bowen. Okay. Go okay. that direction. Who you're, didn't make a shot in his own right, but at least we... Your starting lineup, you need to get Connor out there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's time. Mm-hmm. Put him out there. He's a starter. Put him and Perkins together in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. At least you get somebody that has shot the ball well this year, along with Perkins. And when Perkins was playing his best last year, he was playing in tandem with yeah, Bohannon. Bohannon yeah. And they were sharing the point guard duties, and they, yeah. and they were doing that, and it worked incredibly well. Boy, they miss his three-point shooting, don't well, they? Well, they miss all kinds of shooting. Ugh. Chris Murray, you, know, you wonder... Wasn't his best game, but he hadn't played in a while, so you wasn't kinda, getting off the ground very well. No, you kind of give him a little bit of slack there. Patrick McCaffrey, you've been hard on him since, um, um, for the most part, seemingly most games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had another one of those stinkers last night. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of them, as you mentioned, Peyton Sanford. And it's not just he's a player. I think that really kind of takes to a team what I said about the mental toughness. If his shot's not going down, he doesn't help you any other way. Mm-hmm. He's lazy defensively. He's not a good passer. He doesn't handle it well. He's not going to rebound even at six foot nine. I know he's frail. I know he's light. But mm-hmm. you got to get in there and you got to help out in another way. And that's this team. Sanford thinks they're not going well. All right, we'll do something else. They don't have those players. They don't have players that are going to be able to do that and help you in other ways. Mm-hmm. Connor McCaffrey, we've seen it. When his shot wasn't falling, he still could help you in other ways. Rabracha, he can help you in other ways. The rest of these guys, though, mm. right now, Mm-mm. they're completely out of sorts. And because of that... How did they beat Iowa State the way that they beat them? They the, shot incredibly well for six minutes. They did, that's early it. in the basketball game. No, that's game. Ser- seriously it. There was a box no, but they score. were physical in that game, too. It's they easy were. when you're up 20. Okay, well, they were. you got to give them credit for that. Yeah, I, and they shot at a level that they have not shot all season uh-huh. long. It's as simple as that. There was, a, I think it was like a true shooting box score that basically says if teams shoot what they normally do. The Iowa would have won the game. The Iowa State would have won the game oh, against that, Iowa. that one, going yes. way back. Okay. Going back to that yeah. one. That shows you that was kind of the outlier here. Mm-hmm. From what we've seen out of this Iowa team. Because after 22-2, this is going to sound crazy. Yeah. After, it was a good game. <laughs> Cruise control, though, on both sides from that yeah. one. and. I think this is what it is. It's a poorly constructed basketball team, and this goes hand-in-hand hand with a big piece of our conversation this week. I was warm. Get that money ready for some basketball, guys, mm-hmm. because next year, Philip Rocha's gone. Yep. Connor McCaffrey's gone. Yep. Chris Murray's gone. They, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. They need players mm-hmm. in a big-time way. In that recruiting class, bringing another Sanford, and I saw Price play earlier this year against Waukee. He got banged up in that game. He disappeared. Mm. And same DNA, and... You, be you, those <laughs> you, you just you look at this, you look at the roster. I like Owen Freeman who comes in the big guy next year. 
I, I like him. Brock Harding's a five foot ten, hundred and fifty pound point guard. He, uh, he's not ready to play in the Big Ten level. Just no. on and on and on. They got a lot of work to do. It is. It goes from all right. And you know what? You're not going to make the NCAA tournament every year. You can chalk it up to that. Fran, I think, has earned a right to have a chance to rebuild this thing. You know, people from fire, Fran, come on. No, Fran McCaffrey's not getting fired. Absolutely not. And doesn't deserve to be. Yes, he has not had the success of the NCAA. And he's had a bunch of All-Americans or consecutive years with All-Americans. You know what, Dr. Tom, also went 11 years between Mm -hmm. Sweet 16s. I mean, Mm -hmm. let's be honest here. People remember that last year. There was a lot of garbage the decade Mm -hmm. previous to that. There are a lot of exits. In the round of 32, year after year, when they made it, oh, by the way, they missed four NCAA tournaments after Dr. Tom got his own guys. You know, People like to forget that part of it, too. Yeah, it's, it's a long time ago, though. we got to live in the here and now. Um, I don't know. It's just, you, you just wonder where they're going to go, Trent. For this year? For this year. You mean, what, what do you get excited about? Nothing. Nothing. This is a poorly constructed It's not like team. somebody's on the bench and all of a sudden is going to come in and help this team. And to lose in that fashion that you did a week ago against Eastern Illinois, one of right. the biggest upsets in college basketball. Because they took them lightly. That's what we brought you. So what happened in Nebraska? Take them lightly, too? Maybe. Or, or are we out of excuses? It's just a bad team. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we are. And what you thought at the beginning of the year, going back to that Seton Hall game, the Clemson game, those team felt a little different. There was some toughness to it. That is completely dissipated. I don't see any toughness. I don't see any want. I don't see that testicular fortitude that you need to be out there. I, I in think tough you hit moments. the nail on the head. I, I think the toughness has to start. And the toughness is Connor McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the he's the team swagger right now, and and, and has been since he was a freshman. Um, but but it just I mean it's just one guy after another. They just couldn't hit the broad side of the bar, of a barn. And now you go to Penn State, the most uh-huh. experienced team in college basketball. Yep. After that, you come in and play maybe the most talented team maybe, in the Big Ten in maybe, Indiana. Maybe. Roster-wise, yeah. You go on the road again to Rutgers after that. Mm-hmm. Never easy. We're e- This is not a stretch of this team is 0-5 with Michigan and Michigan State coming to town. Mm. Mm. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's over. With that loss to Eastern Illinois, even being 500 in the Big Ten this year is not going to be good enough. 10-10 and 10 right. will not be good right. enough. Because of the quad four loss. And even at 11-9... and nine, I don't know. It's got to be the right 11. More than likely, you got to be 12 and 8 to get there. That means you got to be 12 and 6 the rest of the way. This team? No. no, no 12 no, and 6 no, no, no. in the Big no, Ten? No, no chance. No. no, couldn't agree with you more. All right. Uh, we're going to take time out here coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes. We're going to get Chris Williams switch gears from Iowa to Iowa State. We'll get back to Iowa. Tom Kakert again uh, in Nashville. Get his thoughts. On uh, on what he saw last night on television, and then set the scene for uh, the Music City Bowl tomorrow. Uh, let's get Jeff in here. Jeff, thanks for being patient. Happy New Year. How are you? Uh, not good. Here's the problem: is that you guys kind of touched base on it, but this is how I'm, how I'm going to start the conversation. So they took Eastern Illinois lightly. Okay, fine. That's, okay, we're moving on. The coaching staff has Nebraska scouting report in the bag days before this game from last night, okay? The biggest problem with me is, is where was the urgency? Where was the passion? Where was any player starting the game with some confidence, with some swagger, pulling themselves off the map besides Baracha? Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that they need a guy besides Connor, and I know Chris isn't the player to do this. No. But where, where is the team going into Nebraska, sold-out arena, you know they're going to bring it, that was a game they needed to win. That's mm-hmm. not on the players. That's on the coaching staff. And I've been on this radio station talking about Fran, how much I love Fran, and on and on and on. The coaching staff has to get these kids 
athletes, whatever you want to call them, ready to play the game. There wasn't that. Now, you can look at the score and, oh, well, you know, some players kind of, you know, Chris got, you know, what he got there at the end. But to start the game, they were three for 23 from the field. Mm-hmm. From well, they the have an eight, minute, eight minutes of play that without, yeah. without a score. Now, right? now they, they cut it to nine, kind of late there in yeah. the first half. Yeah. Like, okay, and then there was a three at the, the end. Banked yeah. in garbage right. three. Yeah. The banked garbage three. The bank three at the end. Yeah. But again... But it felt big at the time, time right? When it, it felt it was a garbage one, is double digits. And, and even at even at twelve, though, it's like, all right, you played as poorly as you can. And you're only down twelve. Come out of the locker yeah. room, and they didn't. They they just got bullied by yeah. Nebraska. And, that's embarrassing. And that's on. I mean, it, it's on both sides. But the coaching staff has. I mean, they got to be going into halftime thinking, guys, we played as worse as we can play. Well, Eastern Illinois, but it was, <laughs> we're, they, we're we're playing pretty bad basketball on the road in our conference, and we're only down twelve on a bank three. So let's come out that first five minutes, punch them in the mouth, get right back in this game. Show some grit. Now, with all that I've been said, I'm not jumping off this team. Now, I've, I've, I've been on here. I said Sweet 16 tournament team. I'm not ready to just jump. We've got to remember this is December. So can this team get hot like they did last year in January, early February? Absolutely. I'm not ready to give up on this team. Not yet. Guys, have a good a good weekend. Yeah, happy New Year. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. I, I just don't see where the help's coming from, Trent. There there isn't anything. There's not a button that you can push. Iowa after the loss falls from fifty-eighth in the net rankings, now sixty-eighth here this morning as we wake up. Ken Pomeroy's numbers, uh, Iowa's dropped now to forty-six. It is a big, big hole that they're looking to dig themselves out of. And it's not just losing. If they would have lost this game, I wouldn't have been surprised. Well, we talked about it yesterday. It was the way. It was the way yeah. that you lose. Coming yeah. off that loss to Eastern Illinois, mm-hmm. to get punked like that, mm-hmm. that's embarrassing. I agree. Uh, quarter after 11, we'll take a timeout. We'll get back to Iowa uh, when Tom Caker joins us in hour number two. Switching gears, Iowa State begins play against Baylor this weekend. We will uh, talk to Chris Williams at that. Oh, by the way, Fennelly's gals, they take the floor as well as they get set for what could be a very special season uh, for them. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Everybody's got a Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Morning Sports Station. 106.3 KX. You know, Keith Urban's married to, uh, oh, what's her name? The actress. Redhead. No, she's Australian. Yeah. Keith Urban's redhead. Nicolette? No, that's not it. No, Tom Cruise's old lady. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Man, look at us flaunting our country music. Oh, this this is Dirk's Bentley. Yeah. Oh. Uh, It's 20 after 11. Here's Chris Williams, Iowa Everywhere. Cyclone Fanatic. Hello, Chris. Oh, I got to push the button, Chris. You'll remember how this works, right? There you go. How are you? <laughs> Great. How are you, fellas? Doing I good. like the bit. It's a yeah. good bit, the country bit. I like it. Can't beat it. Um, so, how was your Christmas, first of all? How's it with the with the, the girls? They get what they wanted. Pretty special time, yeah. I'm assuming, right? I was actually just telling Trent off the air that I'm kind of turning into like a 
younger version of Ken Miller. I don't think I've left my house nice. in like six days. I love it. <laughs> Something to be like said for that. Now. Yeah, don't blame me, brother. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. It's just uh, brutal. You just come to an end. You've just done all you want to, and you're, just, you're done. Um, anyways, that's good. So, Chris, I want to. I do want to save a couple of minutes to get your picks. I want to see who you like uh, in, in the playoffs. I know you did your circus sports bull pro, uh, prognostications at Iowa everywhere, but let's start. Um, let's start basketball tomorrow. Baylor comes to town. Uh, obviously, uh, Jazz Coons. So, how big of a blow, and who takes those minutes, Chris? I think it's a huge blow. Honestly, I, I I was observing yesterday, and I actually, well, they won't care. They're my guys. I actually kind of got after my staff because I was like, guys, we're not making a big enough deal out of this. Like, Kuntz is the ultimate glue guy. He's the ultimate analytics player. He's the ultimate dirty work guy. Like, really good defender, um, never turns it over. He makes winning plays. Th- this is still, like, I get it. They had a decent non-conference, but... I, I I think it's a huge loss, honestly. I, I really do. I'm really worried. I, I think that it's a – sure, you have Trey King now, and I, I, I thought he looked good in the one time we've seen him. Mm-hmm. He's never played against Baylor. You know, like <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is a grind that he doesn't even know exists that he's about to go into. I think it's a really big loss, and I'm, I'm frankly a little bit concerned. I, they need to get him back sooner rather than later. That He is a bigger piece of that team than the – statistics and the box scores would lead you to believe must be a shooting hand right for him to miss that amount of time is that fair (laughs) no i I was told it's his non-shooting hand which is a good thing um and yeah i kind of thought when i started hearing about this i heard about this a couple weeks ago and it was kind of a gonna get some tests and then at the worst case it'll probably be you know he's got a he's got a cat like you know whatever they do uh, for a non-shooting hand. So it must have been worse as far as the results go than they thought it was going to be. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm really bearish on it now. I, I, I feel bad because they really haven't, other than the Iowa game, they had a really good non-conference and stuff, but this is still like, you can't let records. And they're, they're like the Minnesota Vikings, like TCU. Like there's just not a lot of margin here, despite what their record is. Uh, I think they're more skilled than they were a year ago, but they, they don't have guys to make up for the lost production. And, man, I hope Trey King's ready because he will be the guy. I mean, because Demarion Watson isn't ready, and I don't think Hassan Ward's a big 12 player from what I've seen. Mm. So, um, you know, Trey King better be ready to go. Yeah, I like Watson, his future, but he's still, what, you know, at best probably a 12-minute-a-game yeah. type of player. I think he might be an NBA guy. He's got a future. Yeah, he's he's yeah, really but, fun. But he's not now. Right. He, he is a throw him in there for one minute on defense type of guy in the big mm-hmm. spot right now. So you got that, and and here's another component. And it's not that Iowa, as you like to tweet out after every bad Iowa loss, that it's hurting Iowa State's resume. And I know you like to do that. It's not that <laughs> the far. rivalry never takes I'm glad, a day I'm glad off, does it? Up on that trend, uh, just, just, yeah, just, just a little bit. That. And yeah, got my blood pressure. It was already rising last night. Did, even a little did bit. Did Bloom higher. have anything to say? Because he's I, usually pretty I, I, good I can't, too. I can't, I can't even look at Bloom's <laughs> tweets after Iowa games. I just can't do it, especially after games like that. Nope. But honestly, it's. I like this Iowa State team. The Big Twelve though is so freaking good. Yeah, I, it's not a stretch that this team is six and twelve, seven and eleven, and that's not going to be good enough to get in. It's just 
more than anything, it's not an Iowa State thing. It's the rest of the Big 12 for me right now that has me really concerned. And then you throw Koontz on top of it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, power rate the Big 12 right now. Wait, where would you put him? Like, I mean, Ninth the best? I'd say you could maybe make an argument for eighth over Oklahoma. Maybe Oklahoma. But, like, metrics-wise, they're not, though. No. So, um, yeah, like, in, I, mm-hmm. I think just my projection talking to you guys on December 30th, I think eight wins is the mark with what they did in the non-conference. Absolutely. That's assuming that Villanova and North Carolina kind of come around like mm-hmm. I think that they will. Mm-hmm. I think if they get to eight wins, they're in comfortably. And, and seven in this play. conference might be enough if you also, say, win a, beat Missouri or win another game. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. No, that Missouri team's playing well. Jesus. No, yeah, I, I think seven, you're sweating it out. Mm-hmm. You hope to do some damage in Kansas City. I think eight, no matter what you do in Kansas City, you're in the NCAA tournament. So that's that's what you got to get to. What a conference. What a conference. This thing indeed. is nuts. No no doubt about it. Um, Fenley's gals, they start in Lubbock, correct? And and somebody, uh, an injury is going to take somebody off that roster, Chris? Yeah, Beatrice, the, uh, she's the big. Um, played some last year. Was was pretty valuable towards the end of the year, but she is just she's not been able to stay healthy, and is calling it quits. I don't think it's a shoot. Listen, if this if the if the girl from Brazil wouldn't have shown up, yeah, that that would have been a big deal. But yeah, it's a tough deal. But they got you know what do they have? Fifteen scholarships in women's basketball. It's more of a. The, here's the good thing about Finley: that young woman will be on every bus trip and doing everything right. with the team and doing all that. I don't see it being much of a factor down the stretch. And I, I will, I, I'm still bullish on them. But I, I, I think for them and the Iowa women, it's like, if you, what do you like? What's your goal? Right. It's the final four for either one of those. It may not be like the most like realistic projection, but man, like when are you going to have these mm-hmm. types of teams? And like, you can't just count on this. So like, it was like Iowa State football in 2021. It's like, okay, you're preseason top 15. Well, you're you're you better like be shooting for a Big 12 championship because you just don't get these opportunities very often. And I think this is Finley's best chance to ever make a Final Four. So I hope they can do it. I think it'd be really special, especially because I think that it might be up in Minnesota or something like that. It'd be it'd be really cool. Now, the fan base would travel as we know, and they certainly do for all the Cyclone teams. All right. One football note. I saw J.J. Cole. He's at the Under All-American game. Uh, he just checked in and getting ready to play in that one. There was an article over at 24-7 uh, with Alan Trua, one of their national guys, talking with him. That recruitment late from Michigan seemed like it, it led to a little bit of a pause for J.J., just making sure he made the right choice with Iowa State. I was surprised that even he admitted that in an interview there. Sounds like things maybe got a little more tense, a little more re-recruiting that Coach Campbell and company had to do with Cole, huh? Yeah, I think so. They're so closed anymore, it's hard. It's, it's like covering Iowa a little bit. But um, from what I understand, J.J. always wanted to go to Iowa State. Like that, Campbell was never the question. It wasn't even like, oh, you had a losing season. But Joel Gordon was pretty integral in his recruitment. And, of course, Joel is going over to call plays at South Florida for Alex Golish. And there was just, who's going to be my coordinator? Who's going to be my position coach? And then you have this Michigan team that, you know, according to Vegas, is going to be playing in the for, for a national championship. But I, I, I don't blame him for – and Matt Rule was in on this too. I don't know mm-hmm. how close he was to that, but I know Nebraska made a really big push for him as well. 
Yeah, it never, honestly, Trent, and I was, I have my finger on this quite a bit. I never thought that JJ would switch. Yeah. I think it was just more, and, and I also think this is a good perspective on like, well, why hasn't Campbell filled out his staff? Well, he's been busy. <laughs> right? Yeah. A few other They've things been really busy. They, yeah, they, they had all, not only now are you recruiting and trying to get these signs, these guys signed, but you have to re-recruit and then you're, you're saving off transfers and, you know, it's just a it's just a whole new world. We're really like having the offensive line coach named isn't as big of a deal as keeping JJ Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's very complex, and especially when they got. A, I have to assume have a pretty good idea who that is going to be. Hey, last thing, Chris, before we let you go, I know on your Iowa Everywhere podcast, uh, your when you pick these games, Circus Sports sponsors it. What's your best bet this weekend? Do you have huh. Do you have one that you like better? No, I hate the playoff games. To be honest with you, I my biggest, my best bet. I told you this in Vegas. Ken was Washington, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I hit that, and then I liked Florida State too. So I basically went one and one on the games I had real feelings about. I kind of like Mississippi State against Illinois with all the guys Illinois has out. Mississippi State obviously playing for a lot. Yeah, these playoff games, like everything, tells you. That I, I mean, I think the smartest thing is to tease the two favorites, and then they just have to win. Mm-hmm. But I also, it's like, I think Michigan will win. Ohio State just coming out of nowhere. I picked them to win the national title, so like I'm a little bit convicted, like that they that they're better. I don't know. I I even went back and watched the second half of that Michigan game. I was bored because that's what sickos like me do. <laughs> that really like it got out of hand. But Ohio State played a really bad quarter. Other than that, like they were, so I don't know. I kind of, but the problem is Georgia just seems like they're so much better than everybody else. I if if I had to bet, you know, to get a little sexy, maybe I would do like a half unit on Ohio State and the money line. But then, like your your brain just tells you it's like we we see these playoff games every year and they're always blowouts. Um, so I just I don't know. I, I hope they're good. I I have not placed a bet on either of the playoff games yet. I've Word of God, I haven't put a single dollar down on any of them. I probably will wait until kick. Where are you guys at? I Where just you- bet. I had a free bet from Bet Rivers. I used it. I had to bet it. That was a hundred dollars on. Uh, I just bet Georgia to win the championship. What'd you lay? Okay. No, I got minus one fifty two. Is an awful price. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hundred. It's a buck minus a buck twenty most places. Yeah. There was, but I had to bet it. There was a freebie. <laughs> got to use those. I'm huh? telling you guys, these, betting on these bowl games. It, it's 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 a little bit terrifying, but it I is. actually think it's a really good way to make money though. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, if you're doing yeah. if you're doing the research, mm-hmm. I mean it, it it really has been kind of fun. I, I think just you, you know you're trying to outsmart people, and you're trying like I mean like this Tulane USC thing is like I mean that now that's a terrifying one, right? Like the Caleb Williams deal, mm-hmm. but then like. I don't know if you've watched Texas at all, and then and then you're like, well, they're going to be out there two best running backs and these guys on defense. But it wasn't shocking last night that Washington was two scores better, than them, mm-hmm. right? But the public is still going to see Texas, and they're not going to do that research. So it, I think it's been a lot of fun, and I, I've really enjoyed bowl season. Talk to you next week, Chris Williams. Thanks for doing this. Perfect. Appreciate. It. Happy New Year. Yep.
Same to you guys. Yep, Bye. Chris Williams, Iowa Everywhere, and Cyclone Fanatic. All right. I'm 12-5-1 and one in the Bulls. I was just I looking at that. I don't know how you're doing it, man. It's good. you got to do you got to wait until the day of, too. Yeah, and you got to and you got to get the opt-outs. Oh, yes. and huge component. Uh, Bama Bob Trent and I will talk about those games next. Miller and Conda, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Station 106.3 kicks and all time to take a look at all the games. Well, except for the game that's on Barstool Sports TV. It's obviously an app, right? Yeah. Uh, Barstool Video, uh, Ohio. You're Wyoming. not locked in Ohio, Wyoming? No. Do you have an opinion? No. No. Uh, I'd the, like the under. <laughs> the Mayo Bowl's ungoing. Bama, good to talk to you. How are you, Bama Bob? Uh, what's new? I am uh, lamenting the advent of the half point on an over-under in an NFL game. Oh, today, Ken. last night got you, huh? <laughs> I took the over at 40 and a half. Oh, my gosh. Live by the hook, die by 20, the hook. Yeah, 27-13 doesn't get you paid. Nope. So, you know, it's funny, Bama, because Trent and I say this periodically, probably seemingly once a week. You know, it seems like it's, never, it's a half a point for crying out loud. You guys quit bitching. It, <laughs> yeah. it matters, man. It matters. It does matter. Where are you shot? I thought it was going to be something like 38-10, to 10, you know, not necessarily right. you know a close game. But uh, I didn't expect Dallas to have three turnovers and – Anyway, you move on. Yeah. So if it was fun, it gives you a little interest in it. I never so watched the play. Trent, if Trent has money on Ohio and Wyoming, <laughs> then we really need an intervention. Kid. Yeah, he's liable to. I mean, you see some of the basketball games he throws up, but you know what? He's winning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. And it's all documented at the Action Network. All right, let's get to it, boys. Uh, I hate that this day because I knew it was coming. This is the last day we get to look at a whole bunch. It's my favorite segment of the whole year, mm-hmm. Bama. And Trent, thank you for for doing this with me. I just love it. Always. Uh, Let's get into it, boys. We'll start with the Sun Bowl. Uh, CBS, they get back into the uh, – this is their lone game, right? They do the Army-Navy game and obviously the SEC. Uh, They have this one. Trent, UCLA-Pitt, any thoughts? I I really don't. I can't get a feeling on this one. Obviously, one final time to see DTR possibly Mm -hmm. out there for them. Is he going to play? I I haven't seen any official confirmation, at least this morning. Charbonnet, same kind of thing for them. Pitt is just, they have been one of the most boring programs <laughs> of the last couple of decades. Yeah. They're just, ugh, Pitt football. It just, it does nothing to inspire you, get you excited. And this one, CBS, sorry for you. This is what it is. But opinion-wise, I I don't have a feel on this one. I hate to come out of the gates with that, but that's where we are. Uh, well, um, it's, it's it's interesting because the game opened at four. It's now up to eight and a half. UCLA's uh, the line keeps going up. But, I mean, you remember this was a big deal. This bowl, Sun Bowl, used to be a big yeah, deal. Oh, it, it absolutely used to be a big deal. I mean, it, it was you know before the advent, obviously the playoff, and even before the the BCS. I mean this this was you know. I don't know, pecking order top 10, I would say, bowl mm-hmm. games. I mean, you used to get big, you know, usually a lot of Pac 12, SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Iowa know, played big, in you know, a couple maybe, of times. Yeah, you know, third or fourth team from those, from those big conferences. And, you know, look, this one's not terrible, but, um, you know, I, I think it's funny because I was just reading a little earlier the, the backup quarterback for Pitt this is the second bowl start because, you know, last year Pitt <laughs> opted out. Right. <laughs> and this year, Slovis is, is going to BYU. Yeah, he's so, you know, gone. This guy doesn't see the field except for bowl games for Pitt. So, um, They're bowl uh, specialists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, listen, nine points. I, um, it says nine on the uh, – Yeah, Caesars you know, is you know, nine, maybe, yeah. 
you know, eight and a half, whatever. It's that's a that's a lot of points, but you just don't know how the backup's going to play. And and I, I'm glad DTR is in this one. I mean, he's he's kind of flown under the radar mm-hmm. with with Penix and you know some Caleb other, Williams you know, in uh, the same town. Caleb Williams won the yeah exactly won the Heisman, and then you know rising at Utah, everybody kind of you know yeah. made the championship game for them. So this this kid's kind of flown under the radar. And um, I, listen, I it. it kind of a bad spot you know one o'clock on a you know friday um but it is a network so maybe it'll be some eyeballs but i'm glad he gets one more shot i don't have an opinion really on the game if you made me i'd probably grab the points that just seems like a lot um i think both teams are motivated to be there um and that's always when you get to ball games as we know that's always a consideration who wants to be there what team wants to be yeah. there what's the i mean florida didn't want to be in vegas period so I think both teams want to be there, and I think it'll be got a chance to be a good one. Um, I'm, other games I'm more interested in, I'll put it that way. Well, we'll get to them. We've got 13 minutes left. We spent five minutes on the Sun Bowl. we got to pick yeah. it up. Uh, Trent, yeah. that's my fault. Uh, Trent, let's go to the Gator Bowl. South Carolina had a really, well, really good finish to the year. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame was kind of up and down all season long. Really inconsistent. I really liked initially South Carolina in this game. They've had a ton of opt-outs. I mean, more than a lot of programs out there. I think their top four receivers with injuries and opt-outs and transfers are all out of this game. And because of that, yeah, I know Notre Dame, they're going to have a new quarterback. And I just, I don't know about the depth quite yet for South Carolina in year number two of Beamer. And because of that, I'm leaning Notre Dame's way. It's been a flip-flop for me, and this is what it is. Yeah. Don't take your initial read of things. you got to read up all the way up right. until game time with these bowl games. Absolutely. Uh, Bama, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, South Carolina wanted the end of the season. Mm. They had talking about absolutely wrecking yes, two they teams that will play later tonight. I mean, just ruined their yep. seasons. Now, obviously, Hooker getting hurt probably would have ruined Tennessee's yeah. anyway. But, um, you know, the Clemson game, I mean, what just what a finish. But you're right. A lot of guys, you know, looking out for themselves now, which, again, I got no problem with. Um, it, it's just the way that it is these days. And you just have to know that as a coach going in. It's disappointing. Um Saban's made a bunch of that, you know, to do down here, but, you know, that's probably just a lot of, you know, PR crap. But um, Rattler came on at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think he had a chance that last game against Clemson to, to produce what he did against Tennessee, and he didn't put up those kind of numbers, but he went into Clemson and won. But I like Notre Dame in this one. I'm with Trent. I think the the depth, it's just the, you know, when you lose top-line guys when you're trying to rebuild a program like South like Beamer is at South Carolina, even though you have a quarterback – um, it's you still the timing's not there, the chemistry's not there, that that kind of thing. I like Notre Dame. I think they they started off really slow, as we know. I mean, the Marshall game being the low point, and they've since kind of righted the ship. And you know, you they will have a new quarterback. Uh, they're gonna have a new one. Sam Hartman, year. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, you know, God bless the NIL and the transfer portal. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame's got more than Wake Forest, I guess. So uh, I like the Irish in this one. Uh, although this is going to be a fun one and good for South Carolina because boy they they just ruined some seasons down the end of the end of the year boy, when they had a chance to go the other way you know they they lose those two games they might not even be bowl eligible they you know six and six but still I mean they were going nowhere until those last two weeks no they would they would already have played their bowl game had it not for those yeah two exactly good point, I, uh, point. so you mentioned that uh, Bamman uh, it's interesting Clemson and Tennessee match up with each other the two schools South Carolina's ruined their season Trent this is the one game I, I actually feel like I'm going to bet this weekend. Oh, really? Yes. And you're going to be on? Well, because I've been telling you all year long, Clemson's playing the wrong quarterback. And if they would have played Klubnik, Klubnik 
against South Carolina? I don't know. They probably win that game, and they're in the college football playoff. And Joe Milton's going to start for Tennessee. And this is a guy that uh, was back up last couple of years. And there's people who think he's an NFL quarterback, and he's a senior. I've seen him play. He is not an NFL quarterback. He has a strong arm. Maybe he has NFL size. He does. Strong arm, and he is not a good quarterback. And we've seen that. He'll be a combat Combine, uh, a uh, combine warrior. Yes, he basically. will. <laughs> the kind of guys that Ken falls in love with. You'll, you'll absolutely love the guy. Because <laughs> you can hear the balls yeah. cutting through the air. I like yeah. Clemson, Trent. Who do you like? Same. And do we have a consensus here? This is getting a little scary. Bama? Yeah, I think so. There's too much, too much for Tennessee. Their defense has been awful all year. Um, even the games they won against Alabama. I mean, would they, would they win it 52 to 49 or something ridiculous like that? Um and they just they just haven't been good. We saw you mentioned the South Carolina game. How many would they give up? Sixty three to South Carolina. I mean, they've just been that bad. And now, not only have you lost Hooker, who I I was on record now. You know, I think that was the best coach quarterback combination in the country when they were at their peak. Mm-hmm. That guy was just running that system to perfection. Uh, you know, going fast when they wanted it, slowing it down when they needed to. I mean, those wide splits, the air raid, you know, the whole thing. Um, I mean, how, and by the way, just real quick, how about the tribute the Texas Tech did to Mike Luke? Yeah, that was beautiful. Loved it. Loved I mean, it. coming out in the splits yeah. and then Kiffin declining the yeah. play game. That was just beautiful. But um, too much lost again. I mean, the t- the top two receivers, Tillman and Hyatt, both opt out. Mm-hmm. So now not only don't you have the quarterback pulling the trigger, you don't have the two best weapons that just terrorize teams this year. So I like Clemson. I think Dabo. Listen, DJ's gone. I think he'll do this as a reset. They got a chance to win 12 games. Uh, I just think that their defense is still pretty good. I just think too much lost for Tennessee. But man, is there going to be a bunch of orange in the Orange Bowl tonight? Mm. I mean, I mean, how, how appropriate these two teams are playing in that game. And uh, Clemson getting in the NIL game in God's name, image, and likeness. Yeah. Including what, what, a, what a quote. What, what, a, what a quote. Uh, let's go to yeah. Saturday. Um, Trent and I have been talking about Iowa, Kentucky all week. Bama, you take the Music City Bowl before we do the Sugar. Your thoughts on what promises to be a low-scoring affair. <laughs> yeah, you would think uh, the under sitting at 31 right now. I think it's in danger. I mean, yep. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's hard to... It's hard to tell. I think there might be some weather. Yeah, uh, rain, you know, rain. Yep. Yep. yeah, so that's going to slow it down even more. Not that any one of these guys can throw anyway. I mean, um, I, listen, this has just got, you know, slog fest written all over it. I just, I, I have a, a hard time. A lot of punts. I just have a hard time thinking this is going to be an exciting game. Whether, you know, regardless, I think it'll be well attended. I think Kentucky will draw some. I don't know how Iowa feels about this game. You know, after blowing the Big Ten West. Yeah. And, you know, it's drivable. Whatever, that's the only thing you can drive to. It, it. Yeah, and it's, you know, warmer. And that's, yeah. that's just a great, I mean, it yes. is a great town for, I mean, forget football, whether you're Titans game, college game, whatever. I mean, it is a great town. So it's not a bad destination. Not really warm weather like you're, you know, Tampa, Orlando, Miami, whatever. But the game itself, man, it's just hard to get excited about. It's, you know, 11 a.m. ABC, it, it, it's kind of a lead into the two playoff games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I mean, look, I got, I guess I got I just like, I guess I go with Kentucky. I mean, I was a two and a half point favorite. Um, I just, I mean, are they going to score two and a half points? <laughs> I mean, probably, but I mean, I kid, but they just, they've been so bad all year. I just, 
it's hard to get excited about this game. This Two, game has five teams. Yeah, eight five written all mm-hmm. over. A couple yeah. of safeties something, for both Something squads. weird, yeah. 11-9. Exactly. 11-9. 11 yeah. to 10, something <laughs> like that, you know. And, my God, if we could get the two-point conversions, you know, we could go on forever. Wow. Please no. Yeah. Uh, Sugar Bowl, yeah. Trent, uh, Alabama, K-State. Um, look, Alabama, their credit, they got a couple of guys that are going to hear their name very early in the draft. They're both playing. Still motivation. I mean, going back, it's difficult for teams like Alabama to get up for these games. Kansas State obviously is incredibly excited to be there. Yes, we're going to get to see one final time the best defensive player and the best offensive player, maybe in college football, go out there for Alabama. Still motivation. Saban has struggled in this spot before. I like K-State and the points here. And I know after the opt-ins, if you will, for Alabama, I think everybody jumped back aboard with the Crimson Tide. I think K-State at minimum keeps this one close, and I give them a real shot. They're going to be part of my Moneyline underlying parlay for the weekend. Is that right? Uh, Jalen Carter might have something to say about I mean, Anderson's great. I get it. Carter's, I think he's a bear. He could be a Chicago bear. We'll Mm. see. Uh, Bama. Is Alabama motivated? Do they want to play in this game? Uh, not what they wanted to be at the beginning of the year. I think they've. I think Saban's done a good job of, uh, you know, generating some interest for his team, some motivation, if you will. You know, going forward. Uh, you know, you mentioned the two guys that are going to play the two studs. I don't know if they're going to play the whole game or not. Um, and he was talking about, well, you know, you. You build value for yourself by playing football. I'm like, come on, Nick. Nobody's buying it. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. You know, does Bryce Young, is he? Is his stock going to drop any if he doesn't no. play this game? So there's a lot of little rumors floating around that maybe there was a little extra incentive for these two guys ah, to play this okay. game. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, now that NIL or, yeah. or whatever. So um, From the Sugar Bowl you know, or from the school? Uh, from the school. From okay. the boosters. Okay. Um, you know, now obviously the Sugar Bowl, I mean, is a great, you know, if you can market Bryce Young, you know, yeah. you're going to, uh, you know, you're going to, you know, put butts in the seats and then you're going to draw more Alabama fans. So I think those two playing is going to have a lot of Alabama fans interested. It didn't end the way they wanted it to. Look, the reality of it is, even if they win those two games, they're probably in the playoff, but they were going to get their doors blown off by Georgia. And I'm with you on Will Anderson. He's a great player, but, man, I'd take Carter. I thought Anderson underperformed in the big game. Yeah. I don't remember him doing much yeah. against Tennessee or LSU this year. Um, I thought he was better last then, year. He was. I think Jameer Gibbs is a difference maker. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, listen, Howard's been great. Uh, you know, been really careful with the ball, two picks. We all know how Kansas State wants to play, how they need to play. Okay, I mean they've got to slow it down because if they start going up and down the field, they can't hang with Alabama. But I like Alabama. This at six and a half. I mean, there's the dreaded hook again. I would take the, I would lay the points. I just think they're going to be motivated now. If they pull them in the third quarter to give them an ovation, if they're up, you know, ten, twelve, fourteen points, you know, then you're, you know, how hard are they going to play? They're going to finish the game. Is really the only question. But really, for Kansas State, biggest bowl game they've had. I, in what, since I can't remember, since they won the Big 12 several years yeah. back. Um, I mean, I can't remember the quarterback's name they had, but uh, they beat Colorado and, you know, they were in the BCS mix. But big Was that Bishop maybe? No, Jake Waters. Bishop. That's oh, it. you're going Absolutely. way back. Absolutely, Bishop. Yeah, yeah, Michael Bishop way yeah. back. But uh, big game for them, big spot for them. And I, I love the quote. He goes, you know, you always, you know, you used to see we want Bama. And, you know, Will <laughs> Howard's like, well, here, here they come. So, you know, so good for them. Good chance for Kansas State to really, I think, make a statement. 
that they belong on the national stage. All right, speaking of national stage, let's pick it up, boys. Michigan TCU, Trent Condon, seven and a half. I've said throughout the week, if it's close, TCU will win. I don't think it's going to be that close, though. I like Michigan. I like the ability to control both sides of the football That's with the offensive it. and defensive line. Yeah. Give me the Wolverines by double digits. Yeah, controlling the line scrimmage. Uh, Trent, I think you hit the nail on the head. Bama's is a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I think Michigan might pull away late. Listen, I mean, I just don't know how you 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 certainly can't root against Max Duggan. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you almost don't know how you bet against him. I mean, the guys just you finding he, ways, uh, man. Again, I go back to that. You know, I know they lost the game, but my God, I've just never the, the exhaustion on his face in that Kansas State game, the Big Twelve Championship game, was just like anything I've seen since Colin Winslow. Thirty touchdowns, four picks. He's been really good with the ball. I mean, these two these two quarterbacks, fifty touchdowns, seven interceptions. So mm. um, I don't know. I haven't. I don't. Is Corn back? And I should know. No, this. he's I not. Uh-uh. I didn't think he was, and and that's going to be, I think, going to be a big loss. But I think TCU finds a way to hang around, guys. I just, I know it's crazy. I just think they do. And I think maybe Michigan pulls away late, but. Um, I think Michigan wins the game, but I think TCU. I think TCU is going to prove that they belong in the playoff. We haven't seen that from a lot of these teams. A lot of the semifinal games the last several years have been boring, uh, and you know there's been two clear top dogs, and these semifinal games haven't been that competitive. I think this one's more competitive than you think, and uh, I think you'll have. I think you'll have a shot. All right, let's go to the nightcap, Trent. Ohio State, Georgia. I've been back and forth on this one all week long. Really, the, the six and a half still. Yeah, that's the number. Yeah. It's been consensus, even as more and more money has continued to pile in. Vegas, they're happy taking that money at six and a half and being, I guess, on that side. I, because of that, maybe I lean Ohio State. But I talked about this with you earlier in the weekend. Where's Ryan Days? How does he get this yeah. team back motivated? Get their minds right. They were out of it. Guys are thinking about the draft, and now you got a playoff game against a team this good and this mm-hmm. talented in Georgia. Defending champs. That's where my concern is right now. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I hate playing a couple of underdogs, but it's also the semifinals. We know that the favorites, for the most part, have won, and one big here. I've been back and forth, but I, I guess I'm leaning Georgia. Ringo V. Harrison's a pretty good matchup, uh, DBWR uh, uh, versus a wide receiver. All right, Bama, your thoughts? I think uh, I think it's going to be a slugfest, guys. I mean, I, these are the two most talented. I think personnel-wise, the two most talented teams in the country. I mean, depth. When you go top to bottom, offense, defense, skill, um, wh- who they can run in, all that kind of stuff. You mentioned Harrison. I mean, C.J. Stroud, is he's got to play well. I mean, Georgia's defense, it's not as good as it was last year, but it's still pretty damn mm-hmm. good. Um, now, look, you can look at Georgia's schedule, and, and you know, you start – you know, really trying to pick it apart, and you can find some warts in there. Okay, I mean, the, the Tennessee game was one they were really motivated to play. Um, you know, Vanderbilt they just destroyed. But you start looking at the game against Kentucky. I'm going back to that one, sixteen to six. Not an overwhelming, uh, you know, display. The game at Missouri. So they played really well. The point being, they played really well. At home, they go on the road, and I know this is a neutral site, and it's in, kinda. Uh, you know, kind of, yeah, exactly. You know, so there'll be more bulldogs there. I, I like Georgia to win the game, but I think Ohio State is a really dangerous team in this situation. If I'm not so much worried about Day and getting them motivated again, I just think all they had to do was wait a week, okay? So they, they knew they lost to Michigan, but the next week they knew 
uh, that, you know, if certain things broke their way, they were going to be in. So they just basically had to wait about six days for USC to lose, and I think they knew they were going to be in. So I'm not terribly concerned about that. Um, but, man, boy, I mean, on paper it just looks like a total mismatch at quarterback, doesn't it? Uh-huh. C.J. Stroud against Stetson Bennett. But, man, but it has it, every time he's played, or most games he's played, it looks like a mismatch. And yet Bennett's there at the them, end. Only one of them has been there yes. and done that, and has got the ring to prove it. Yep. And I just think I think Georgia finds a way, but I think this has got a chance to be really, really exciting. I'm on the under here, though. I do think the defenses will be better than we think. Um, I think this is 27, 23, 20, you know, 31 28, something like that. I don't know that we're going to really get to 62. I could be wrong. Obviously, I've been wrong a bunch, uh, including last night, but I just got a really good chance, but I'm taking the dog. All right. We have four minutes. No, we have two and a half minutes and four games. Mississippi State or Illinois, who wins, Trent? This is a live bet game for me. I yeah. don't have a feeling going in. Mississippi State or Illinois, Bama, who do you want? Oh, man. You know, the leech factor, you want to think Mississippi that's, State. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I just think that that Will Will Rogers. I think that might be a little bit of an X factor. So I'll go with the Bulldogs, but I love what Illinois done all year. Tulane, Trent, do they continue this magical run that they're on? More on this one coming Coming up at the end of the show. Uh, Bama, Tulane, do they keep it going? We got to keep it going. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think USC is too good, and I think they'll be motivated. But listen, talk about motivated. How about Tulane? Yeah. Great season for them. Best season probably in their program history. Anybody think Purdue can win? No. Uh, Utah, the Rose Bowl. Trent, Utah, Penn State. Another one of my favorite games coming up at the end of the show. Bama, give me a minute on the Rose Bowl. Music's about to play. Love it. Absolutely love it. I'm glad Penn State's back in it. I think they'll be excited. Hard for me to pick against Utah. I know you. that you know they won the Pac-12, and, and I, I still don't know how they lost to Florida at the beginning of the year. Ugh. But uh, you know, Rising wants to be there. I just like him better than Clifford. I think the quarterback is a difference maker. Singleton's pretty good though for Penn State. Yeah. I mean, Penn State's coming if they get yep. a guy, young roster. If I agree. They get a quarterback can to, to transfer whatever man, and I think they may have one. They like on him the on, yeah. They like the kid on that's that's waiting his turn. They do. Yeah, I think they they are on the come and look out for them next year. But I'm taking Utah in the Rose Bowl. Happy New Year, Bama! Thanks for doing this. We'll recap it on Tuesday. Okay, thank you. Love it, guys. Take care. Happy New Year, everybody. Please stay safe. Indeed. Our number two coming up next. Mike Palm will hit the Vegas. Mike Palm, VP Circus Sports. Uh, Tom Kakert is in Nashville. We'll get the latest as the uh, coordinators and head coaches have just held their press conferences. Hour two, Miller and Condon next, 106.3 KXNO.